Welcome to Think Jargon, where our topic today is where is marketing going and how can you be a part of it? The robots are taking over. Think Jargon is a podcast about marketing, sales, and content creation. If acronyms like SEO, PPC, and CRM make your head spin, then this podcast is for you. We cut through the jargon used by fancy agencies to help you make sense of the ever-changing world of modern marketing. Thanks for joining us. And now, here are your hosts, inbound marketing expert Jared Broussard and digital content creator Stuart Poulton. Jared. Stuart, what is up? Oh, man, it's uh, I have nothing to complain about. How's life? Going well, man. Awesome, awesome. So today's subject, we're going to be talking about where is marketing going And how can you be part of it? Where do you want to start? That is a big subject. The robots, Stuart. The The robots (laughs) are taking over. The artificial We have no more powers. We have (laughs) no more jobs. (laughs) (laughs) All right, start Uh, with the robots, man. Okay, so um, everyone thinks that robots and AI are going to take over the world. And I think that is sort of a skewed um, vision. But um, AI is a big part of where the world's going. And AI, artificial intelligence, can sort of scare people. But if you look at it from a different lens, if you will, mm-hmm. you'll see that AI is here to help you. Um, AI we, is your friend. AI is your friend. Don't and from worry, a marketing Dave. From a marketing I'll take view, take care of your marketing, yes. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> from a marketing uh, perspective, uh, it could be as simple as um, saving you time, meaning um, the way people um, ask questions and get information is now changing. Instead mm-hmm. of a filling out a form now, most people are going and looking for an online chat. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they have a question. They have an itch. They want to scratch right away. And if you can't give them the answer, they're going to go somewhere else. The WebMD. Else. The WebMD. I'm just kidding. Just um, so <laughs> if, <laughs> if you've ever gone online and, um, you know, you're doing a little browsing in that little window in the bottom online? right. What's that, Jared? It's the world wide I'm just kidding. World I'm, just, I'm just in web. one of those moods today, man. Okay, so little boxes where on screen. Yeah. So you chat with someone. Sure. Nine times out of ten, that's a bot that you're chatting with. It's not a human. It's um, They've developed enough knowledge and they've developed a knowledge panel. That's actually pretty interesting because I have developed a hatred for 90% of the humans I've chatted to on those things. And if you're telling me it's AI, I feel a little bit better about myself. Yes, yes. Now, it's not always the case. If it's 2.30 in the morning, it's likely not Susie. It's likely (laughs) some bot going to find the answer for you. Okay. So, so, so AI is is becoming a bigger and bigger part of that marketing experience. And I thought it's interesting that you mentioned about the support side of things, those little windows when you want to yes. have a, a question, because yes. I'm a big believer that, that, that any interaction with your company, your brand is an opportunity for marketing. Bingo. Yeah, yeah. And so support is, is, is you know, it's when things go wrong that you get to demonstrate, you know, your worth. And so certainly uh, the way you deal with support is 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 representative of, of your marketing effort. I just would question whether you'd use a bot to do it. I just couldn't. Bring yeah, it. And you've got to be careful with it. But, uh, you know, you can you can use these things um, at your discretion. So, when, you know, during normal hours, it can be a human answering those quick 
um, questions. Mm -hmm. One of our largest clients at Blinkjar, the agency that I own, uh, we have uh, we have a lot of younger staff that really look at a phone when it rings and goes, "What is that thing ringing?" and "Do I need to answer it?" Um, so sometimes we have trouble answering the phone. <laughs> I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm old, man. But I'm just... I know. But uh, <laughs> the younger, uh, the twenty-somethings, you know, mm -hmm. they would rather. And and I find myself as a 48-year-old guy, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to speak to a human. Let me chat with someone. Mm. <laughs> um, so the chat can replace um, a phone conversation. Everyone has their, we're like chameleons of sorts. Everyone has their ways of communing, communicating, whether it's telephone, texting, email, and now you have chat. Mm -hmm. So you've got to sort of morph to the way the world is going. I have some thoughts on that, so I'll, I'll just cap your uh, your conversation about about methods of communication with this comment. And it occurred to me a couple of years back when I was texting, and I'm a big texter too. I would rather um, I would rather text something, especially if it's an instruction. It's yep. so much easier to communicate that in text form than it is to relay it audibly. Um, so I'm texting, and I'm like, um, I think my was it my wife was asking me where I was. I don't know. So I took a picture and sent it. Wait, to, your wife was asking you where you were? <laughs> yeah, I'm that good looking. <laughs> So she, she stopped worrying anymore. We have four kids now. I'm in. I'm in yeah. <laughs> She's like, you come with all your baggage. So anyway, so um, so I took a picture and I was like, why is it? You know, if a picture if a picture tells a thousand words, why do we text? Why do we text when we can just send a picture? You know, there's a, there's a number of conversations you could just eliminate just by sending a picture. I think that was one of them that yeah. I did. So, um, so yeah, speaking about your staff and about the, the age difference, we're talking about the future of marketing. Yes. So the future of marketing, um, really it's, it's, it's a question of, well, who are we going to be marketing to? Yes. And that's when I get a little kind of sweaty under my collar because sure. my son uh, just turned 10 yes. and in 10 years he will be 20. Check out the math. Wow. Huh? Yeah. And, uh, he will be my younger demographic. And I'm like, oh my. Scary. Scary. He does not even interact with the world no. as I do. No. And so when you talk about the future of marketing, the future of communicating to to ever-evolving people, it's kind of that question of, you know, are you the sort of person that embraces new technology or not? Did you like Twitter when it came along or not? Are you on Vine? Do you even know what that is? Because you've got to get over yourself if you're going to yeah, be a part of the future. Because of you market. know what? It's not about you. It's about your audience Amen. and where they're going. I'll give you an example. My son's 12. 10 years, he'll be 22. You're hey, we're getting good, right? Too. Common core yeah. math, baby. <laughs> so, so both, I'm sure, are the same. I can yell at him when he's upstairs playing Xbox. Jonathan! Jonathan! Mm -hmm. Jonathan! Nothing. My wife goes, I'm just going to text him on the Xbox. I'm like, what? <laughs> so she'll grab the phone, text him. Two seconds later, he's walking down. Oh, my. It's how he communicates. Yep. yep. So it's, that's a that's a really kind of a, 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 just a microscopic view of how these the future is going to communicate. Chat is is instinctual to them. Mm. They will they are almost a different person. When, when I talk to my son via text, it's almost like a different human being. I'm like, is this my son? Because mm. in person, it's not as um, he's not as lively or interactive, right? 
Maybe we should do a, a conversation at some point about parenting and, and these yeah. kids with computers and all oh, this kind I know. of. But uh, I, I will, I will agree with you. My son is, 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 you know, everyone's different, but they, they do, they respond to different stimuli than, yeah. than perhaps we would expect them to. And, and a lot yeah. of that is due to the technology that they're around and that isn't going to change. Yeah. Um, I would, I would add that, um, in my experience, um, which is all at the end of the day, we have to go on. <laughs> Is that you know? As I look to the future uh, and and try and picture myself ten years from now, marketing to to, to this ever changing body of of, uh, of of people, I think it's true to say that that what I'm seeing is that people in general, humanity, if you will, or American culture, is is buying more. Uh, they're buying more uh, connection. They're buying more experience than they are utility. Yes. I think that that I can see this trend continuing that people are going to um, invest uh, a premium in a trip abroad that is one of those kind of bucket list things at 25. Yep. I think people are looking for genuine, authentic interactions with people. And to the degree that you can weave that into your product, great example, great example is Coke. Yeah. I looked at the, the, their marketing campaign, I'm like, that is the biggest load of nonsense it's a bottle of coke and you know if you like it you like it if you don't right. you don't but what the hell are they doing putting names on that thing yeah but that they're trying to connect authentically that they're, they're making it possible for you to take that product and give it to your friend named Anne, and oh look it's got yeah. her name on it and it becomes yep. a thing right yep. i think that those type of interactions are going to 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 persist um that's where my money would be. Is uh... I agree. I think experience is going to be a huge thing, um, and the uh, product itself or the utility is not as um, prevalent. I, I another example is going to be cars. I wonder in thirty or forty years. I don't know if our kids are going to even want to own a car. I think you're right. I think it's going to be more of the you know I'm getting to A to B. And whether it's through automated cars um, or the Ubers of the world, it, you're not owning a, a vehicle is not going to be as um, important to our kids. Look, what, what do you think is going to come first? Um, a train service that connects uh, Houston to New Orleans, Baton Rouge to New Orleans, New Orleans to wherever, or Uber Air? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Uber Air. I think be. I think Uber Air might be it. Yeah, um, I think so. And I think you know Google studying, obviously doing plenty of tests in California with these automated cars. Um, I think that's more where our kids and their kids are going. It's almost like the Jetsons of the the world, where you just get in a vehicle wherever it's you know you plug in where you're going. And then you get out of the vehicle and you don't have to worry about parking or locking doors or owning cars. It's just, it's innate. You're going a, point A to point B. Can I ask you one, one question that has been in my head for a couple of minutes is, is you know, so, so I think we can both agree that um, we're always going to be connecting to human beings and that human beings have needs. And I think that the, those needs are going to become more, um, the, the need for authenticity is going to be consistent. Mm -hmm. I think it's also yeah. true that technology is, 
making things possible, uh, making methods of communication yeah. possible that we didn't even think about ten years ago. Yes. And so if you if you you know could put your arm around somebody who's struggling with with marketing now and say, okay, wh what are some things you can focus on over the next two, three, four years? Well, maybe not even that long because things change so fast. But what can people look at? and start wrapping their head around uh, in order to position themselves, maybe not with the tool they're getting into, but by the exercise of learning something new. That's a great question. To help prepare them for um, for what's to come. Absolutely. It's a great, a great question. Um, I would say first look internally at your, whether you're a team of one or a team of 20, and look at your strengths. Um, because there's so much you can look at now in marketing and get really just kind of almost downright overwhelmed and frustrated because mm -hmm. it's like, okay, wait, I've got to be on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube and Vimeo. And, uh, you could like almost go crawl in the corner and, 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 uh, you know, hide. So I would say, look at internally, do a kind of quick internal audit and say, where, where am I strong and where am I, you know, where is my audience? And just focus on that one thing that one, just kind of almost block everything else out and say, you know what, I'm going to just focus on um, LinkedIn because I'm a B2B company. It's where my audience is. And um, I'm going to do videos on B2B. Mm. Just do that for a year. Don't do anything else. And you'll see a world of difference. Um, so I would say, concentration is the key to all economic success it's mm. an old peter drucker uh, uh quote I'm so old enough to know who that is so yeah <laughs> um the, i would say concentration is the key mm -hmm. in this very noisy noisy world of marketing a couple other things that would be uh, my gift um study google mm -hmm. and where they're going um now over 60 percent of all search um, all searches or result in no clicks. And the reason that is, is because Google is now trying to provide their user because that's their number one, um, goal is to, uh, user happiness. There we go. They're trying to give them the, the answers in the results. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother, um, uh, podcast, but, uh, study where, some of these bigger companies are going like Google and Facebook and YouTube and um, but concentrate really on where your audience is and don't try to be everything to everyone. Mm. I think focus is, is uh, one of those principles that will get you uh, where you need to go. It just might take you a little longer than uh, than you want it to. But I'm a big fan of focus as well. In my experience, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very selective and about which social platforms i'm on which ones i'm active on and why which, which ones are you just out of curiosity so facebook is family <clears throat> so if you want to see my beautiful kids i'm at yep. stupox at facebook um i am on linkedin but only as a portfolio sure um and i use primarily i'm not on twitter i think it's a noise dumpster fire yeah it is um, I'm on Instagram though. Instagram is where okay. I post my kind of snaps from my daily work and things like that. And, and it's, it's, it's what's funny is that I realized that, um, you know, for my freelance video work, um, particularly that if I was lucky enough for a person and I always consider it to be lucky and, 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 uh, a gift really when yeah. someone auditions you for work, yep. it's a compliment. Yep. 
they're going to give me all of about 20 seconds. And yep. so I looked at my Instagram feed, and you know how it comes up in squares? Yep. I'm like, they need to get, at a glance, what I do. Yep. And so I, I, I started purposeful about that. And uh, it's actually, it's not just yielded some results that I'm, I'm pleased with, um, but it's also made it easier for me to... Yeah, it's put it in a box in my head now. Yeah. And so it's easy to know that that's done. Whereas if you're dealing with 20 platforms and you're trying to figure it, it yep. just, you get buried. And whether you know it or not, credit to you, that's a smart, smart approach. I'm you've smart you've chosen Instagram <laughs> and you've put your eggs in that basket. And it, you know, uh, whether you're uh, trying to be salesy on it or, or not, and I would say you're not trying to be salesy, you're just putting, you know, here's the course of the day. This is a project I'm working on. Um, that's pretty much it. That's it. And you know that now you don't have to go and post it on LinkedIn and then retool it on Facebook. I nope. think that's a great, great approach. And for someone that's just starting out mm. um, a business that is just getting kind of getting off of it, off the ground, mm. don't try to be everything to everyone. It's, it's really, it's not going to be effective. We have clients with our agency that are you know, it's the it's the the new shiny tool syndrome. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, Snapchat. We need to be on Snapchat. I'm like, you're, um, you know, you're a B two B distribution company. You don't need to be on Snapchat. <laughs> I hear you. You know, know where your audience is yeah. and be purposeful, be intentional about about the way you go about using all those platforms. Um, I find this fascinating. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying spending time with you, and, uh, yeah. and, and I hope the audiences are finding so, it useful. So did we give the world uh, the answer to where marketing is going? I'm pretty Maybe sure. Maybe an Xbox. Uh... That they're going to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. See you next time. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Think Jargon. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or post a review at iTunes. Your reviews help new listeners find our show. Have a sales question or a marketing problem that you'd like us to cover on a future episode? Contact the show at thinkjargon.com. Until next time, make sure you make the world a better place and cut through the jargon.